Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of Coach's Edge and Kramer Basketball, alongside Coach Drew Lehman of Trine University, Coach's Edge contributor to the website. He's contributed our off-season and in-season program. And um, Drew, on this uh, specific podcast episode, he's talking about freshmen playing at the next level, the college level, and how we as high school coaches can help do a better job of preparing our high school players to play at that next level. And not only that, but how can we continue to mentor mentor those players as they are now college freshmen and continue to play basketball at the next level? Because you know, when I think, when somebody calls me coach, I think of two things, teacher and mentor. I mean, I, I get tingles when somebody calls me coach because I really think it's it's the best of of both worlds and the impact that we can continue to make. So on this specific episode, that's how I want you as a listener to think about this. How can we continue to make a positive impact in the lives of our players, not only preparing them if they have the ability to play at the next level, but how can we continue to make a positive impact in their life after they've gone on and continue to play basketball at another school at a higher level. So Drew, thank you for taking the time to be back on the Coach's Edge podcast. Uh, why don't you tell us first off a little bit of your experience as a freshman playing college basketball at Ferris State University? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, thanks again for having me, Coach Kramer. I, I appreciate it, and I always enjoy um, being part of the podcast and 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 uh, you know the conversations that we have. It's always an opportunity for me to learn as well. Um, but yeah, but you know. Looking back at my time at, at Ferris State and, and kind of how that, that started as a freshman, um, I, I would say in a lot of ways, it was probably pretty similar to most in terms of being really rocky, um, you know, uh, kind, kind of from the jump there. I, I think there's, there's tons of challenges. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, most athletes when they're going somewhere to, to play at the next level uh, are, are pretty excited, which, you know, I, I was as well. But, you know, right away, I kind of ran into some things that, that maybe I wasn't prepared for, um, you know, and some of those, those challenges when you, when you do go to, to college level. For, you know, first and foremost, for, for me personally, it was, uh, you know, being far away from home. You know, that, that's not something that, that I had done before. Uh, it, it was about three and a half hours away uh, for me to, to go up to Big Rapids from Toledo. Um, and when I got there in, in the summer, they, they brought us up there to work some camps. So I stayed about two, two and a half weeks. And, you know, immediately I, I ran into guys that were four years older than me. You know, I was I was 18 years old. I was, you know, playing in the summer against, you know, guys that were 22, 23. The, the seniors that had just graduated, they, they it was a uh, sweet 16 team from the year before in the, in the NCAA Division II tournament. Um, there, there were some really, really good players up there, uh, you know, and I, I kind of, I didn't know anybody, you know, ba basically. So I, you know, I, I, I did really, really struggle with that. And, you know, after those two weeks, you know, I, I wanted to go home. I, you know, I, I, I came home to, to, you know, I remember eating dinner on our back porch and, you know, I told my parents that, Hey, I, I don't know if this is the place for me. You know, I'll, you know, maybe, you know, I'll try to go walk on at Toledo. I think that that was an option that I had coming out of high school or, you know, I, you know, not go to Ferris. I thought I could maybe go play at Defiance College, who recruited me really hard at the Division Three level. So, you know, I had kind of options all over the place. And luckily, 
you know, my, my parents kind of, you know, set me down and said, look, you made, you made the commitment. You decided to go there. You're going to, you know, go give it a real shot. Um, which was extremely helpful for me because it ended up being, being a terrific place and, and, you know, a school that I learned a lot from and had a really great career and learned from my teammates and coaches. And, you know, I, I just really enjoyed it up there. So, you know, going, going into my freshman year, you know, that, that was, that was kind of the, the number one challenge that I had. Um, number, number two was, you know, because I was a little bit homesick, I, I, I tried to, you know, find enjoyment or, you know, happiness, whatever I was looking for at other places, you know, and those, those first six or seven weeks of school, you know, I'd go visit my brother at Siena Heights. I'd go home by the opportunity. I, you know, went to other schools to go try visit my, my girlfriend, things like that. And, you know, when I was back there up during the week, I was miserable and for life of me couldn't figure out why. Well, you know, I, I was leaving while everybody else was having fun. I wasn't spending time with my teammates. I wasn't, you know, getting involved with, with things that, that I should have been. And you really you know, had one foot in and one foot out. I, I absolutely did. And, you know, it, it kind of, you know, pains me to say that about myself, but it, but it was the truth. Um, and, you know, once, once basketball season started there, were, we had practice on the weekends. Um, you know, we started having games. I didn't have any choice, but, but to go home or, but to, but to stay on campus and, and be with the team. And it, lo and behold, things got way better for me. So, and I ended up having a, a really good freshman year. I, I learned a ton and, and got way better. So, you know, it, it ended up being a really fun year, but, you know, like I said, I, I think everybody deals with challenges, especially in that freshman year. They might be different. They might look a little bit different for each individual person. You know, maybe someone goes to school in their hometown and, you know, thinks they're going to get a ton of playing time right away and they, they end up not. Maybe that's your challenge that you have to kind of work mm-hmm. through. But, but I think, you know, as a freshman, you just, you got to be prepared to, you know, face some adversity and, you know, handle it in the best way, you know, and, and to me, that means attacking it head on and doing it with a lot of confidence and, and just well, trusting teammates and coaches. I appreciate your, your honesty, sharing some of your stories. I think that's, that's the value of, you know, the podcast and just hearing other people's experiences because from the outside looking in, like you say, Drew Lehman, heck of a high school basketball player, gets a scholarship to play at Fair State University, one of the best Division II programs, not in the area, but in the country, right? Has a ton of success, both individually and as a team, you know, gets a chance to play professionally overseas for a year. And, you know, it's easy to paint with, with, you know, broad brushes and say, boy, what a career, like sunshine and rainbows, right? But that's never, ever the case, right? And, and, and everybody has a little bit different uh, battle right in order uh, to make that adjustment to play at the next level it could look different for everybody you mentioned a little bit with your parents and some of the advice that that they gave you so let's dig into that a little bit more how did your parents or your high school coaches help you with that adjustment as a college freshman yeah absolutely well you know they were they were both instrumental both my 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 high school coach and and my like i said my parents and, you know, I kind of, you know, painted a little bit of a brief picture there. Um, but, but I think from, from those two spots, I, I think it's really important for, um, you know, freshman athletes in particular to get support and, you know, to continue to be challenged. Um, and and that, that's what, to me, that, that was that night when I was sitting out on my deck. Because, um, I mean, it, it was not a friendly conversation. I mean, my, <laughs> I would say, you know, my, 
But my dad was not in a good mood when I tried to tell them that I was going to, you know, quit up there and, and come back home. Um, he, he was pretty upset because he understood, you know, you know, my, I was, I was very fortunate to have, you know, parents who were both athletes, they both coached, um, at the, at the college and high school levels, um, for, for a long time. And, and they both understood the opportunity that I had. I had no idea, you know, I, I wasn't super familiar with Ferris, you know, at the time, other than just learning about it through the recruiting process and meeting coaches and teammates a little bit. Um, but, but they knew that, that that was a really great opportunity for me. And, you know, they saw that I was going to try and give that up without, you know, giving it a realistic chance. Um, and, and, he, and he was pretty upset about that and said, you, you know, you're I basically wasn't going to allow me to make that mistake. Um, so, again, they, I never felt like my parents didn't have my back. They still they supported me through everything in my entire life. But, you know, it's, it's important to challenge young athletes, too. But hey, yeah, it, it's going to be a little hard. It's going to be a little bit difficult. But you know, what are you what are you going to do? Every time something like that happens in life, you're going to you're going to run away, or, or you know, you're going to you know stick pick your head up and stick your chest out and and do everything you can to give it your best shot. Players, coaches, parents, just rewind the last two or three minutes from Drew. That's some golden golden nuggets, and we need more coaches, mentors, role models. I, I think preaching that because life is full of full of challenges and um you know whether it's sports or in life in general relationships jobs you name it uh they they may be different but they're always coming right and so that advice that your parents gave you to you know hey chin up like let's go you you know pick yourself up and you have to continue to to go because some good things are going to come out of this and you don't want to waste the great opportunity that you have um Let's switch this over to the high school coaches who are who are listening. And again, I want to go back to what I mentioned a little bit earlier of being a coach is beyond basketball. It's beyond X's and O's. It's the unique part and role that we can play in society. Right. And it comes with a lot of responsibility, but it's part being a teacher and it's part being a mentor and a role model. And we can get so much accomplished, I think, as far as positively influencing or negatively influencing, right, if we're not doing things right, to the next generation coming up because we have uh, the characteristics about ourselves in basketball or whatever sport that is coaching. So th there's a lot of really power that, that you have as a basketball coach, uh, especially at the high school level in very formative years. How can high school coaches better prepare an athlete that they may have on their team? They're saying, you know what, this kid's got a shot to play at the next level. Sure. Yeah. I, I, to me, one of, one of the best things that, that I could, you know, advise for, for a high school coach. And it, I mean, I think this comes from, you know, what we preach, you, you know, as a staff at, at trying is, is just to, to hold your players accountable you know, as often as possible, you know, both, both on and off the floor. Um, you know, I, 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 just, I just think, you know, a lot of situations that that's kind of go, going away a, li a little bit. Um, I, I think to be a good and successful college athlete, you have to be extremely committed to doing that and whatever that means for the program you're in. But 
you know, every decision you kind of make once you get to the college level has to be in service of, you know, hey, is this going to make myself a better player? Is this going to benefit the team? Is this going to make us stronger? And if, if you build those habits at the high school level, you're going to be way ahead of the game once you get there to, to that freshman year. Now, you know, if you think it's okay to, you know, show up to lifting once a week as opposed to, you know, if it's scheduled three days a week, you know, you're going to have a really tough time making that adjustment when, when you get to the college level. You know, if you're, if you're not prepared to, you know, make a few sacrifices here and there of, hey, my, my friends are going out to hang out on the boat later. You know, they're doing this on, on Thursday night. Well, there's also an open gym going on. You know, as a, as a high school coach, I think, you know, you got to be able to push the, those players. And again, you know, ultimately it comes down to, you know, the, the athlete or the student, you know, making those decisions. But, but I think as a coach, you know, teaching those lessons um, and providing them with the expectations of what college coaches are going to have is kind of the best thing that you can do. Well, with that, with that in mind, what, you know, you were a, a point guard, right? You had a lot of high school success. What were some of the adjustments that you personally had to make from being a high school senior to a college freshman? Well, I, I, I think going up uh, a level, no matter which level it's at, one of the biggest adjustments is the size and speed. Um, and, you know, some of that is somewhat out of your control, just based on, on your age. You know, again, you're, going, you're an 18 year old going against 23 year olds. That, that's a really big difference. Uh, but, but I think one of the best qualities you can have as a freshman is to be patient. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of guys go in, you know, they, they leave as, as seniors. Yeah. You're, you're the best player on the team. Typically not, you know, one, one of the best you're playing all the time. You're getting, you're getting to shoot. You get, you're getting attention from everybody else. It's a lot of fun. You know, there's notoriety around you. It's all, it's all well and good. Then you, you know, a lot of guys going to college with that as the expectation. They, they don't want to wait. They don't want to take their time. They don't want to learn. They don't want to deal with the, the fact of the matter that you're, you're not as big. You're not as strong. You're maybe you're probably not as good as some of the seniors because they've been playing at a higher level for the last four years or, or three years, whatever it is. And, and that ends up discouraging a lot of guys because they don't, maybe they don't get their playing time right away, or maybe they're not getting enough shots or how come he does this? How come he does that? Well, he's been practicing for us for the last three years. He knows everything that we want. He knows what we expect. He knows how to practice hard. He knows how to play longer. And, you know, it, it just takes repetition, you know, in, the, in that first year. So if you can come in with patience and just try to be a sponge and soak up everything that you can in terms of knowledge and, you know, again, gaining those reps, um, you, you know, you'll be a lot better off in my opinion. You know, and I wonder if that, if, if you had to summarize one of the reasons why the, the transfer portal is what it is, boil it down to that one word, patience. Because, Absolutely. you know, you just, to have the patience and the understanding of, you know what, I, I was the best player in high school, or I had, you know, these responsibilities on my team, and now I'm not getting that playing time. And instead of having some patience, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, but I have to get better instead as well. So, something's wrong with this situation. So I'm just going to try to go to greener pastures. And usually that's not the case, right? As the saying goes, the grass is, isn't greener on the other side. Sure. Um, so that's, 
I mean, that's some great wisdom and insight by yourself right there. Yeah. And is, you know, the, the other thing that, you know, that to kind of go with that, I'll, I'll piggyback off, off what you're saying a little bit is, you, you know, I think it can be really beneficial to, to look to make an adjustment. So, you know, guy, guys that come in and say, hey, I was a leading scorer in high school. So, you know, naturally they think, hey, I'm going to be a shooter here. Or, you know, I'm be the same type of player. Well, you know, what if, you know, the team's not very good at guarding the ball? What if we don't got anybody that's really great at guarding the point guard. So, you know, I, I let's say I'm coming off my high school team as a leading scorer. Say, okay, I'm not worried about getting any shots at all. I, you know, I just want to help the team get better. So I'm going to be the best at guarding the ball. I'm going, to, I'm going to bring something to the table that the team doesn't have. Maybe. You know, maybe get yourself on the floor that way. Then, all, you know, all of a sudden you're playing 15 minutes. Now, now you are getting two or three shots again mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. you're trying to figure out some, something new. Okay, we, are, we already got three guys that averaged 15 points a game last year. Okay, so how, how can I help them? Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I remember back, back when I was a freshman, we played this uh, – we had a zone defensive, you know, package basically. We called it 12. It's, you know, basically a 3-2 zone. And the guy at the top of the zone had to basically cover the top of the key all the way down to the block based on the level of the ball. So the ball goes to the wing, you're kind of protecting the elbow. The ball goes to the corner, you're, you're fronting the post on the block. I like it. It's like the, uh, well, it's like the, we always called that a channel defense. I don't know if that's yeah. similar or not, but I, I love it. I like it. So, so I basically this this position in a perfect world is played by a six five guy that's really long and athletic. <laughs> and I know you know this, and anybody else who's listening that doesn't know who I am, that is not me. I'm 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 five, you know five eleven on a on a good day, a very average vertical athlete. But I tell you, I busted my tail in that <laughs> position because I wanted to be on the floor. Yeah, and and that was a way for me to do it. I mean, we, you know, we, we had some guys that some seniors that maybe were better suited to play that position and maybe were a little bit lazy because they knew they, they didn't have to work that hard to, to get on the floor. Hey, coaches, let me take a quick break to thank you for listening to the Coaches Edge podcast. Our listenership continues to grow. And a big reason for that is the positive ratings and review. So if you haven't already, if you could take less than a minute of your time, leave a positive rating and review wherever you're listening to your podcast, whether that's Apple or Spotify, I would certainly greatly, hugely appreciate it. Again, the podcast is free to listen. So leaving a positive rating and review goes a really long way as far as your support. Thank you for being such a big part of the Coach's Edge, our growth. I can't thank you enough, and we couldn't do it without you. Let's get back to the show. But, yeah, I, I just think if, if guys are willing to go out of their way to, you know, if that means finding something the team's not good at and, you know, make it, making sure that you're the best at doing that. Um, but, but basically what it comes down to is, you know, you, you got to give – you know, the head coach in particular, you, you got to make him think, hey, we have to play this guy. You know, there, there, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts because he's doing, he's doing this and that, and nobody else is bringing that to the table. Um, and I, I think, you know, sometimes that means being a little bit creative, but, mm -hmm. but just, just going out and finding a way. It's it, such it, a great point. Such a great point because every team has – a bunch of players on every college team has a bunch of players on it who are probably the team's leading scorer in high school. Right. Well, there's only one leading scorer on a team. 
So if you got yep. 15 guys on your team and there were, so that's 15 different leading scorers you had in high school, you're not going to have 15, you got one team, right? And so yeah. to be able to have the maturity and understanding, man, there's many different ways that I can continue uh, to contribute and to be an asset and even earn more playing time, right? Especially as a underclassman who's still earning their stripes, to be able to find that within yourself is a huge piece of advice. What can high school coaches do to continue to help that now college freshman or even somebody who's you know moved on as an upperclassman? Because this, this gets back into what I was talking about, the mentorship role. If you're a good high school coach, you not only have players who come up and have the ability and go on to play at the college level, but once they go, you're not just washing your hands and being, okay, on to the next one, I'm never going to talk to me. You continue that relationship, right? Now you're going to continue that relationship with 100% of the players. No, that's impossible, especially if you're coaching for a long time. But that's the mentorship role that we strive to have. How can we continue to help the players that were in our program and then are now college freshmen playing up at the next level? Sure, yeah. Well, well I think, you know, that's, that's one of the great things about t- today's technology is, you know, it's, it's not too difficult to continue to communicate with people, you know, and, and staying in touch, you know, whether, whether that's, hey, good luck in your first game or, you know, you know, see a box score. Say maybe you didn't play that well or something, just, you know, shooting a text, say, Hey, keep your head up, get get them, get them the next game. You know, it's, I, I, I don't have tons of experience, especially at the college level of, of other sports other than basketball, but I do know basketball is a long season, you know, especially spanning across two semesters. So, you know, once you, you get to that freshman year again, you, you get to December, you know, you got the exam week, um, right as you're pro- probably in a lot of places are starting conference games. Um, if, if not, like, it, like it, for example, in the MIAA, we actually don't start conference games till January. Um, but you got, you know, you get through that exam period, then you got a long break where, you know, most people get a month off. Basketball players get a week if you're lucky, which, which we were at, at the Division II level. It was actually a rule at the time where you, you, you were forced to take seven days off. And I think that's probably the longest break that you're going to have at, at the college level playing basketball. And then, you know, you get back into to January, you know, it's cold and flu season. You're, you know, you're tired all the time. And then classes start right back up. So it's, it's, it's quite a grind with, with a lot of games and, you know, covering both semesters. So, you know, I, I think just checking in every once in a while can be really beneficial. Say, Hey, how's, how's it going? Hang in there. Um, I, I think that's really big and, and just kind of, you know, continuing to be there um, will, will, will kind of help. I, you know, I, I also think, and maybe a lot of guys do this, but I, I think supporting the college coach is huge from high school coaches, you know, especially if you've got the respect um, of your, you know, former players, you know, I, I think that can go a long way to say, hey, just, just trust in coach, you know, he, he, he wants what's best for you, even though at times when it is tough or, you're, you're, you know, maybe you play 20 minutes one game, 10 minutes the next. Maybe you, don't, maybe you start one, you, then you're out of the lineup. You know, it's, it's just really hard for freshmen to be consistent, you know, across the board there. But, you know, I, I think for, for high school coaches to support the college coach is, is really huge. No, that's, that's a golden nugget right there because it can be so easy when things go bad to 
try to coddle someone or to try to point the finger possibly at, at somebody else, but um, to have that really united front, uh, especially from, from coaches to coaches, because I mean, if we can't support e each other, there's not a whole lot of things we can count on because <laughs> as a coach, there's going to be a, a lot of people on the outside that, you know, every, everybody wants to coach from, uh, you know, the armrest in the living room or uh, anywhere else that, that we might be. So that goes, certainly goes a really long way. Um, as we get into our last question, as a high school coach, how can we do a better job of preparing the high school players that we have so that they can adjust just a little bit faster? We know no matter what, it's going to be a big adjustment. They can adjust a little faster, a little bit easier to now playing at the next level. What are some of those things you see players struggle with and how can we help them out essentially? Sure. Well, you know, one of, one of the th things that I think is, you know, really cool about basketball is, you know, there is so many different ways to do it. There's, you know, you can run different styles, different offenses, different defenses, all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, one, one thing that I think is, is kind of same across the board um, once you get to the college level is, is the intensity. Um, I, I think that that's a big adjustment, I, I would say, for, for a lot of players where, you know, I, I think once you get to there, the, the talent level is typically pretty high no matter where you're at. Um, and, and that's where a lot of guys can, can really separate themselves, you know, where, to a point where it almost at times doesn't matter how good you are, but if, if you're not playing at a really intense high level all the time, somebody's going to be able to take advantage of, of that. Um, and, and what that means in terms of preparation at the high school level, I, I think you can take a lot of different ways depending on, because, you know, you, you still got to be yourself, right? So, you know, our, our practices at, at Trine, that, that's a, a number one goal of ours, is to be really, really intense all the time. You know, moving from drill to drill quickly, you know, we, we do a lot of playing. Um, we, we don't do a lot of you necessarily like drill work. Other than, you know, we, we do some, some breakdown things here and there, but we, we want to play. We want to get up and down um, as much as we can. Now, I, every coach, you have to be yourself, right? Otherwise, it's, it's not going to work. Um, but, but I do think there are ways that you can implement in, intense drills um, no matter what you're doing. But, but I, I think if you're, you know, going slow, you know, basketball is a quick game, you know, when it, it goes back and forth extremely quickly and you got to be able to adjust on the fly. You got to move, think, you got to be quick, you know, you got to be in great shape, um, all that stuff. So I, I think, you know, if you can prepare your team with practices and games um, and, and teach them to be really intense, uh, I think that that is a big benefit going to the next level. Intense, no doubt about it. And it's one thing to be intense. It's another thing to continue that accountability factor with it, which is why, I mean, there's a few like big, big idea words that I wrote down from our conversation with you. Accountability, patience, intensity were three that really stuck out to me from, you know, this half hour chat that we've had. And I think for high school coaches to be able to hold every player accountable, regardless of their talent and their ability, and combining that with the intensity level required to not only help them at the next level, but that's also going to help your own high school basketball team 
And that's only going to help that player and every single player on the team in anything that they might do. Because, you know, no matter how hard we work, there can be those times where you zone out for a split second, right? Or for some of you, it might be 30 seconds. Well, you just can't get away with that, right? Especially the higher levels you go and everybody is more skilled, runs faster, jumps higher, and they're only going to take advantage of that lack of mental intensity and that ability to mentally lock in and stay on task in whatever it is that you're, that you're doing offensively, defensively, moving without the basketball, you know, guarding a flare screen, a piece of communication, and maybe you're like, hey, I'm not really going to say anything. You have to say something, right? Mm-hmm. All of those little things go a really long way because the little things are the big things when the talent level goes up, uh, the cream rises to the top. And as a high school player, you no longer are head and shoulders above the competition. Everybody's at that level with you or even higher and, and above that. So those are some great tips right there. Coach, how can um, coaches, you know, follow Trine University? Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, Trine, Trine basketball. I mean, one of the best facilities, in my opinion, in, in the country, uh, one of the best games to see in, in the country as far as your arena. It's fantastic. You know, how, how can we follow you? Uh, well, very fortunately um, for us here, just a, a few years ago in, in 2018, we were, we were actually able to move into uh, our new arena, which is the MTI Center, uh, which is – I can't say enough good things about the MIAA in terms of the athletic facilities yeah. that, that, are, that are in the conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, throw Divi- Division Three out of it, not – that I don't have tons of respect for division three basketball and athletics in general. Um, but there are some incredible basketball arenas that we have between, you know, I think trying, you know, hope, as you know, uh, Calvin, you know, and, and some, some other ones in the league, um, those three in particular, though, I just, I just think, you know, you can really see, you know, the type of effort they put in there, but we have, we actually have a terrific, um, live stream for our game. So, um, if you go to, uh, I believe it's tryandthunder.com or, or if you, you know, search trying athletics on, on Google, you come across our schedule with men's basketball, but we live stream all of our games. Um, and and it, it's a pretty first class operation there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if you do want to watch us, um, that, that's a great way to do it. We're also on Twitter, tryandthundermbb um, is, is our Twitter account. So you'll see some, some highlights, different graphics. Um, we, again, we try to promote our players as, as much as possible. You know, I, I think it, at the, at the college level, that's, that's really what it's about is, you know, make, making sure it's about the team and the, and the players. Mm-hmm. Um, or that's an individual development, you know, outside the classroom or outside of the basketball court in the classroom um, and in their social lives as well. But anything you can do to make the players experience better is, is going to benefit you. Um, but those are kind of some of the ways that, that you can follow trying and, and obviously, our, our contact information is, is out there. Um, you can feel free to reach out to myself or, or uh, Coach Miller as well and Coach Lindsey, um, our, our other assistant. Um, th- those guys are always willing to have you over at practice. Um, if that's something that you want to do, and come, come in and watch. Uh, we run basically motion offense and man-to-man defense. That, that hasn't changed in the, in the six years that I've been here. Um, we we kind of stick to those principles. So if that's ever something you're interested in, feel free to, to reach out to any one of us and we'd be happy to to help you out there. 
I love it. You guys, you guys play tough man-to-man defense, a lot of ball movement motion, you know, a, a real nice pace to, to why it's, it's pleasing to the eye, right? When you watch you guys play, you're like, yeah, that's, that's how you're supposed to play some basketball. Um, absolutely love, love that. And coach, for our coaches listening, coach Lehman created our off season and in season strength and conditioning program. That's at coaches edge coach. In fact, I still remember one of our coaches in Ohio, who I had uh, check out the site, say, hey, we just want to show you some of the things on the inside. He saw Coach Lehman's off-season strength and conditioning program, and he wrote me, said, Steve, I'll buy it just because that's in there. That's how good he thought uh, the strength and conditioning program uh, was with for his basketball players to use. And, and that's the cool thing, you know, Drew, with with your, you know, and we didn't mention it on this podcast, but I mean, your master's in strength and conditioning, right? And so as you created that, program you know you're you're keeping high school and college athletes in mind obviously you have a a degree an advanced degree in that specific area and I think for high school coaches who have athletes that play multiple sports I mean how much better in my opinion is is the program that you've created because it's not just okay we can bench press more we're more we're creating more dynamic athletes right Sure. Yeah, I, I think that is uh, 100% the goal when you're talking about a strength and conditioning um, program for athletics. I mean, yeah, obviously, if you if you want to be a bodybuilder, then we're talking about something totally different. But, you know, we tell our guys all the time, we're going in this weight room to make you a better basketball player. That That, that is our goal. That is our focus. You know, it's not about, hey, who can bench the most? But yeah, am I going to push it or maybe go up and wait a little bit here and there? Yeah, ab- absolutely. But again, all the exercises and things we're doing in there are designed to help you either move or become a better basketball player. So things that are going to translate to on the floor specifically. And the same thing with, with any other sport that, that you're trying to, to gear that into. Um, it, it is a tool to be used. And I, and I believe it's a great one. I think I benefited from it a ton um, as a player, which is why I wanted to, to learn more about it as a coach and, and be in there as much as I could. Uh, but yeah, that, that is the goal ultimately to become a better athlete. Well, I love it. And, uh, you know, thanks for being a part of the, the coach's edge in that regard. I know you helped a lot of uh, coaches as well. Um, still doing some of those, those workouts. I can tell you they're, they're legit, even for somebody who like, like me, who's old, but still trying to stay, you know, in shape as, as an athlete. Uh, you, you know, you can relate to that, even though you're, you're a young, you know, young man still, um, you know, trying to keep, keep the wheels greased. And uh, those are some great workouts to, to do. So to our coaches, thank you for listening, uh, especially Coach Lehman. Thanks for taking the time. Um, coaches, if you have any interest in anything we've talked about, whether that's connecting with trying basketball, whether that's connecting and say, hey, this in-season, off-season strength conditioning program, I'd like to learn more about that, or anything else in between regarding our subject today, feel free to reach out. We'll put some of the uh, links in the description where you can follow trying basketball, Obviously, coachesedge.coach links will be up there as well. Uh, We want to connect and help as many people as we can. So thanks again for listening. And as always, get after it today.